are now tuned into the Room 303 podcast. Where else would you rather be than in Room 303? And we're back with episode three. How y'all boys doing? We're good, man. Doing we're good, doing pretty bro. good, man. How about you? I can't complain. We have a special guest in the house tonight, Mr. Miles Burns. What's good? The What's NAIA national champ himself. Somebody hit Sir. the applause button, man. We here, we here. All right, starting it off. So, uh, Miles, just give us a little background about yourself, where you're from, your basketball journey. You know how you got this far so far, bro. Um, shoot, basically, um, I'm from Houston, Houston, Texas. Um, I went to, my high school I went to was Lamar. Uh, I am a senior now here at Loyola. And, um, I pretty much started off as like a football player, but then I didn't really start playing basketball until I was like in eighth grade. And then kind of went from there. I didn't make the team, but then when I got to high school, I played since then. So, yeah. Okay, okay. Nice little story. Uh, so Miles, bro, what motivates you on the daily, bro? Um, I think like family, like family and just like my pride. I got a lot of pride. And so once I put my mind on something, like I have too much pride to just give up on it. So I think it's just pride and just like, you know, wanting to do good for my family and make people proud. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, so the question I have for you is what was your mindset? All right. For the last, like last stretch, what was the mindset to like get the job done? Um, sure. I don't know, bro. I guess my mindset was just kill them. Mm. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like most of the time, I really don't like teams. I don't yeah. really like them. As so, you should. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so, 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 you know, on a real like, especially they they were real cocky. Like mm-hmm. they the type of team like talk mess before the game, oh. even after they lost. How many times they lost? They Those still want to talk. Best Ws. Best I'm saying. <laughs> so you know when people talk like they don't know that that, that type of talk motivates mm-hmm. me. So like I just that kept echoing in my head. Everything they said, every single word, the way okay. they said it, when they said it, yeah. irritates the hell out of me. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just wanted to bust their I ass. I know you was dunking on them too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I, just, I just really wanted to bust their ass and um, you know, get that dub. Especially like you know, senior year, Fast. I want to leave with a national mm-hmm. championship. I don't want to. What we what we did was cool, like you mm-hmm. know, thirty six and, and one, but like it really wouldn't have been the same if we didn't get this natty. So I yeah. feel you, man. Yeah. So like having to play this same team twice in regular season. Was it twice in regular season or once? Three, three times, times a regular three season. Times, yeah. Uh then in the conference tournament, right? Mm, conference tournament and then uh national championship. So like was it how do you do you think it was more easier because you knew how they played or like was it more like uh you know, explain that thought to me. Um, I guess generally or like typically when you play a team, it's harder to it's hard to beat them twice. Mm-hmm. Like, cause they know what you do. Mm-hmm. They know that what you you would think they have had a formula. But I think something we didn't take into account was that, like, the stuff that we did, you can know what we doing, but you can't stop it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can know what somebody capable of, but you can't stop it. And um, so we we were more worried about them for sure because, I mean, they were the closest really to, like, actually beating us, like, healthy um, because that fought in the game obviously wasn't there. And, uh, you know, normally I'd be humble about it, but really, like, I wasn't there. So it's not a loss. I'm I'm undefeated. (laughs) I'm undefeated. So – (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, so we was more worried about them because like they had like all the pieces mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and um, we we thought they had a game plan, but <laughs> <laughs> they weren't ready. Nah, they wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't ready, man. Nah. But uh, just to just to give you some uh, kudos right now, bro. We all been here since freshman year. We've watched the growth between you, 
Zach and the rest of the team. And, bro, it's just been a journey just to, you know, we 1945, bro, to yeah. 2022. That's crazy. I mean, let's be real. They probably didn't have no black players on that team back in 1945. <laughs> yeah, I saw that if photo. If we're being honest. I saw that photo. Yeah, it was all janitors. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely was, man. It definitely was. So, uh, uh, I can one, – one question I had was this. What – like coming from a small NAIA team to to and like the the publicity y'all getting like how does how does that make you feel you know because usually like our I I now I commend Loyola for uh you guys have like this publicity tour has been stellar like y'all yeah it's been really nice and uh so like what I'm basically asking is like how. Do you think it would have differed if you weren't here, or like if if things were to change? Like, are you saying like as far as like when I leave? Is that yeah. What you're saying? Like, how do you? Yeah, that's basically what I'm saying. Like, so, how do you think that uh, your legacy will live on after you've left? Um. <laughs> all right, let me try to take the humble route. Um, man, don't take man. The route. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> I, I really am a humble guy, but like I've just been so quiet about so much. Mm-hmm. But. Um, yeah. Hey, this is the this is the podcast. Talk your shit, bro. These are all I'm just saying. softball questions, friend. This is not skipping Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like you know, what I'm saying, you know, y'all y'all finna be y'all finna make it big with this. So, um, I mean, I think the the stuff that we've done here, like especially like me and Zach, in particular, like we're considered to be the two best players in the old history, mm-hmm. and like the records that we broke, like it's not. There we blew them hoes out the water, like you, like I every hold, week a new one, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like I hold the top three spots for steals, like, and nobody's close to that. That's like not saying, even bro. Zach, like Zach, not even close. That's what I'm saying. So, um, I think things will change, but I don't think it's gonna be hard to get the same people that did with our, not just me and Zach, but what our team did individually, mm-hmm. and like getting like Coach looked up, he looked up with that for real, like the way he recruited and stuff like that. He yeah. definitely looked up. So the next next year, it's, it's gonna be a little different, but. I mean, not having as much talent necessarily, it's going to take a lot of more discipline yeah. because it doesn't really t- – it's not all about talent. It's about Facts. discipline. It's about yeah. mental. It's about, you know, um, keeping up with all aspects of the game. So, I mean, it's not going to be the same. It's going to be a lot different, but I wouldn't necessarily expect the same – I wouldn't hold us to the same standard this year, next year, if that makes sense. Yeah, I feel you. I'm really trying not to sound like an asshole, no, but no, I'm really no, not. No, 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 you don't no, sound like one at all, bro. If you think about it, they're missing two of the most valuable players yeah, from true. the team. So, I mean, it's going to have to be, like, a big change of, like, how they do their mm-hmm. whole, like, strategy towards, yeah. like, how they play and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, but the, the guys come back, they're, they're good players. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, like I said, you know, yeah. talent. Got to build it back up brick by brick, man. Yeah. Right. Brick by brick. Big <laughs> Shout out Snowfall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, what's the journey? Where is, it, where is the journey taking you now? Um, honestly, so I was gonna I was gonna take the pro route, but um, obviously, you know, when you come from a school like this, like no matter what you do, I mean, we did a lot of good stuff for real. Mm-hmm. And winning a national championship sometimes not enough to build your credibility in the basketball world, yeah. uh, especially on the NBA level. Like for sure, like it was scouts and stuff like that. People did like us and stuff, but we can up our draft stock by going to another school, and um, that's basically what I'm personally about to head to yeah. is another school. Um, that's the plan after graduation. Masters, man. And um, I can't necessarily say where yet, but I'm announcing Wednesday because uh, it's National Signing Day. So I'm you heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first. He may have announced it after this episode has dropped, but you heard it here first, man. <laughs> yeah. 
So that's definitely the move. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's a, it's a good school that I'm going to be a good fit at. Not the main thing is just graduation. I mean, we got set back a lot because uh, we were gone for school, from school. Yeah. So I've been playing catch up this whole time. I'm pretty sure that uh, from what we've seen when you guys came back and all the love that your department showed, I'm I'm I hope and pray that they're being more <laughs> more than lenient <laughs> with y'all. You know, I mean, they put y'all faces on a cookie, bro. Yeah, they, yeah, they did. They, they, they did. <laughs> they gotta make um, something shake. Honestly, bro, I'm I'm gonna tell y'all like this, like they. Loyola never got this much media attention, and like they said, we get we got them more media attention in one week than they ever got ever. Like my, y'all saw when we got back in the, the no, whatever, fair. like outside <laughs> the day, and like all them cameras. That was like every because the camera. mirror's out here too, right? Huh? The mirror's out here. Yeah, like huh. it was a lot. So I was like, they, you know, and I never been, I never been exposed to that much, mm-hmm. like yeah. in one sitting for real, and like yeah. So they they been accommodating us well, like being leaning and stuff like that, and uh. I mean, they kind of had to, if you be if you be honest, because yeah, we weren't, we actually couldn't do the work because we had to be here and work with the equipment, mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah, they've been cool about it. But yeah, that's definitely cool, you know. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. ask you, uh, what's it like on your uh, publicity route now? Like everybody knows your name, you kind of getting interviewed a lot. How <laughs> well, does it feel like? It's um, it's cool, but it's it's like um, it's a little annoying because every time I wake up, it's somebody different talk about me, like a sports page, uh-huh. analyst, news. Mm-hmm. Like people got my name in their mouth. Like people that you know how you know how, you, so you know how it happens when like and they treating me like I'm like I'm an NBA player right now. I'm, and I'm trying to tell them like I'm they trying to get clout off me and I don't have none. Like, <laughs> like on the real, like I don't got it yet. Like you feel me? Like I got like little minuscule, like you know what I'm saying, baby clout, but not yeah. like clout for you, you know, the, for you to sneeze and be like, you know. But like it was somebody in particular, like you know how you somebody used to play they they play you and they get like a bucket on you so it's one dude he posted about me it was from a school from Dalton State my freshman year he was a senior he graduated uh, somebody posted something about me some sports page I didn't even know who they were but they posted me and then the, the guy commented under there posted a bucket like uh, bro it was on Twitter <laughs> yeah I saw this yeah. it was on Twitter so I got mad I look he got talked to about it I'm like at first, and when he posted, it, he was like, "This him, uh, this is me scoring on him right here." But he, but he nice. <laughs> hey, but but he said, "But he nice." This is good, good. <laughs> hey, hey, bro. And you know what's the worst thing about that? Text it wasn't even me. It was Zach. <laughs> it was Zach. Don't it was Zach. Right. It said number twenty three on the back of the jersey. He wore a headband with that big ass curl. <laughs> like, come on, dog. So I was, I was a little salty about that. And people like been doing it a lot though. So I mean, it's cool. But I like it though. Like to be recognized for the stuff that we done. Like we done a lot. Like and me and Zach always been cool about it. We never sat here and like bragged about it to anybody. So it feels good to actually be noticed for it and to yeah, not feel bad. Cause hard work talking. pays off. That's what I'm saying. So it definitely does. Yeah. Hey, you never be ashamed to 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 have your bragging rights, bro. Like we we we're awesome, humble men in here. Yeah. But you know, you earned this. You worked hard for this. Get your shine on for real. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it for sure. Yeah, man, big time. Can't even can't even cap about it. Can't even hold it in, bro. But I mean, like I said, though, it's still easy to it it, it, it is still easy to stay humble though, because yeah. mm-hmm. like we've done a lot, but we ain't do nothing yet. Like if I don't if I don't make nothing out of myself and my only and I stop here at Loyola, like I'm not gonna be satisfied. Be real, you know. And that's just the mindset you gotta have to yeah. facts to just like succeed in life. In life in general, yeah. Because I mean, in any in. Anything that you do, and it's your craft, you try to perfect that craft. Mm-hmm. You want to, at some point, you want to be noticed for it. Right. At some point, you want the recognition from it. It don't got to be on the big stage. It don't got to be, but you need your, you know what I'm saying? You work hard for it. You don't want to work hard and not get no, you know what I'm saying, no shine, at least a little bit. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even if you're a producer and you produce shit for some people, and like some people don't give you the credit, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you feel some type of that's what I'm saying. So, 
Yeah. Well, you want to say congratulations again. Appreciate Hit that applause button one more time. We yeah. appreciate you taking time out your busy day to come here and uh, chat it up with us, bro. Before before you leave, what's up? All right, we do this segment where we ask, what's in your playlist? So, yeah. you got to let us know, what's in your playlist? What's in my playlist? What's in my playlist is... um. I can like like what you mean like every song or just like a couple songs. Just no, what's been your heavy rotation? Yeah, heavy like, rotation. Your go-to's right now. That's a great question. Let me go ahead and look real quick. That is a great question. Okay, um, okay, cool by CEO Trail. Okay. Oh, that's that's the one for so. Um, crazy story by uh, King Von, and um, classic. Switch switch it up by um, Pusha T and uh, G Herbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And then sometimes you know I switch it up and go to. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, what's up? Y'all know Tim's? You know what I'm yeah, about? yeah, yeah, her? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, I'll be listening to um, Crazy. See, I don't Crazy Tim. See, I gotta get on her because I'm just listening to that song she did with Drake. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nah, her stuff, her stuff, nice. Nah, though. Yeah, 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 you yeah. should, you should definitely get on that oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes people think I'm like walking around listening to, like trap music, like go hard. <laughs> I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm in this mud. Yeah, I'm in this mud. Yeah, chilling. So, yeah. Well, uh, I thank you so much for coming for so, to Room 303 Podcast. Thank you for having bro. me, my boy. So, appreciate it, bro. Uh, thank you. All right. All right, we'll take a little break. Phoenix, take this out real quick, man. Y'all, we back after a little brief intermission, little break. So, just to continue it off, what's in our playlist this week, fellas? I ain't gonna lie, man. I've been listening to Ride for a Nine a lot lately. Do really shining. Uh, what else? I've been listening to that uh, rapper Yeet. I don't know if y'all listen yeah. to it. Yeah. yeah. Yep, for sure. Definitely of been course. listening to Yeet lately. That was probably going to be on my what's in my playlist. Bro, I hear it every day at school with the kids, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Put on that new uh, Yeet. Oh, it's called Yeet, bro. <laughs> that Yeet. <laughs> that Yeet. <laughs> but um, I've been listening to the new Vince Staples uh, album. Ramona oh. Park broke my heart, man. Okay. I've been having uh, Rose Street on repeat. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. Changing it up a little bit from, right. from my usual R&B. Oh, also, I've been listening to uh, this new song by B and J. Cole. It's nice. I like it. London. London, yeah. What about you, Phoenix and Ryan? Uh, going off. So, a song that I've listened to a lot is Super Eris by Lucky. Uh, Vulture Island, version two. With uh, the baby in it? <laughs> baby need to be on that, man. The little, yeah, <laughs> little baby. Uh, 
In a Minute by Lil Baby, London, the one that Darius is just talking about. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Any miscellaneous stuff that I find. Oh, Young Sloby, too. (laughs) (laughs) Young Sloby. Look him up. Um, I guess for me, it's kind of been just like some bag, money bag, if nobody knew from just bag, but uh, money bag. uh, Today, I was actually listening to some scissor. I don't know. That was was like trying to get some flow going. Rainy day uh, vibes? Yeah, really, really. It was just like perfect for the weather. Yeah. And then... um, like I guess, like always, I guess now uh, I've been listening to some Nas, some Jay Z, just putting that in my playlist all the time. So you know, I also been stealing from Ryan a little bit. Yeah, all right, I, no. I've, I've been, <laughs> come on, I've been listening to a little Big Sean. He got this song called "The One." Yes, sir. With Hit Boy, that's a good song right there. And also, you know, replace me with Nas, like Ryan just said. Yeah, uh, that one always on there too. <laughs> yes, sir. Right. I've been listening to the Migos though since. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about me. Go ahead, Darius. Yeah, I've been playing playing some old Migos, man. You can't, you can't never go wrong with that though. Like, go ahead, Joe. You can never go wrong with some No Label Two, some YRN, bro. Anything from the Migos, but really up until Culture Two. Yeah, anything with the beat thumping, bro, Mm -hmm. from the jump. (laughs) <laughs> when they just come in just spazzing already yeah. and the beat going you're like dang bro I ain't even get, have time to sit down yet you know so shout out to Joel and uh, Darius on that one yeah, <laughs> uh, that's really it that's all I got right now yeah that's all I got in my pocket too for sure but yeah moving on to the next segment we are gonna bring up the world's most talked about topic right now we had to do it, y'all. The Will Smith and Chris Rock feud, whatever we want to call it. So, first things first, what's y'all take on this? Uh, I guess I can just start it off. I mean, of course, I'm never, I'm, I'm really a passive type of guy. I don't really believe that violence should be the answer towards anything, and uh. Of course, I don't think, you know, violence should be the answer. But in this situation, it was more of a reaction towards mm-hmm. kind of being like, you know, Chris Rock continually like was, you know, from like 2000, like probably even further than 2006. We, But that's the furthest they have like record of, of him like kind of making fun of Jada. Mm-hmm. And even of like Will Smith kind of like giving him warnings like, hey, stop. And I guess, you know. At a certain point, we all just kind of just, you know, lose our patience with somebody. Yeah. And like I said, violence is never the answer. But in his the, in his mind, that's probably like the only thing he could respond with. Because, I mean, apparently telling him over and over is to stop didn't work. So you felt like it was impulsive. Yeah, it's very uh, impulsive decision. And he you can t- you can tell when he did his uh, Oscar speech that he completely regretted doing that. But at that moment, it was just the only thing, you know, like sometimes it's the only thing we can like process in our minds, mm-hmm. especially at like moments. So, yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it definitely was a heat in the moment kind of, uh, you know, you 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 reacted. He reacted just like definitely just off the off the top of his head. He was mad. You know, when you're mad, you do stupid stuff. But uh, yeah, right. I do think the feud has been going on for a while because uh, I was reading an article and it mentioned how there was some uh, some 
some rough edges when uh, Will, I mean not Will, Jada and Chris Rock filmed Madagascar, and Madagascar came out a while ago, yeah. and there was like some kind of tension with that because really, yeah, he he doesn't know when to where to draw the line. Okay. So and <laughs> and like understandable, it's yeah. coming from yeah. a comedian, yeah, but as times progress, we do realize that. Some stuff is not as easy to say from back then, which is why yeah. Bernie Mac would not be able to do his classic comic work, Ooh. May He Rest in Peace. Steve Harvey would not be able to do this. Eddie Murphy would not be able to do this. Richard Pryor, all these comedians would not be able to joke and like make these, like do their stand-up how they wanted to back then. Mm-hmm. And not just because they, they say people are soft, but because people have gotten to the mindset, like, look, this, is, this may be comedian, this may be like for comic relief, but... This is actually hurting people. Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot of times they don't know where to draw the line at. I think that's really where it is with him. And being in that kind of, like, entertainment industry, Chris Rock and Will, and I know they've, they've, they've been knowing each other for a long time, so I guess you can say he was like, he, I, I don't think he would ever have imagined that to be the outcome of his jokes right? at all. Yeah. Especially after he uh, clowned everybody yeah. black. For when they set out the Oscars that year, and yeah, that that's another attribute to all this. That was twenty sixteen, right? Yeah, twenty sixteen. I just feel like he was a sellout for that one. Once I saw that video, I just mean, I mean, like the kids say, that definitely was a red flag. It was, a, <laughs> it was a red flag. It definitely was a red flag. But uh, Will's punishment, I think, was a little was a bit harsh, yeah. in my opinion, considering all of his white peers. More than, yeah, I, I I dropped the word. I said white. Uh, like Harvey Weinstein has like what? No, yeah. Oscars in the double digits. I think he has like nineteen or something. I'm sure. I think he has more than that. Let or me like do a little 20. quick Google search. But Harvey Weinstein has some uh has some stuff going on. Roman Polanski, uh, Jim Carrey, like all the, like he like they have like went above and beyond and like done stuff that just was that the Oscars the the Academy just. Let go. So I just feel like it's it's definitely Harvey Weinstein has eighty one Oscar wins. Oh, by the way, geez. yeah, I definitely lowballed that one. Yeah, <laughs> so that's uh, Kobe numbers, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Harvey Weinstein has eighty one Oscar wins, and not, and just to name those three, but there's a bunch more. But I just feel like this definitely has some kind of, and yeah, we pull a race car, but this definitely has some kind of racial tension to it because, you know. Everybody else is like, how can we say this? Their their information, their tea is public information. It's mm-hmm. public information right mm-hmm. then and there. We all know more, a good bit about the Harvey Weinstein stuff and everything that's going on with that and his island. Uh, everybody knows. Uh, do you guys are you guys familiar with? Are you guys familiar with the uh, with Alicia Silverstone? I think I said her name right from Clueless. Have you ever seen Clueless? I've heard of it. So the main character in Clueless. Okay, anyways, so the main character in Clueless, uh, she was presenting the Oscar, and Jim Carrey came, he won, and he came up to her and kissed her right in the mouth on live TV. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, that's the that's that show with, I mean, that's the movie with Paul Rudd, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's the movie with Paul Rudd. Yeah. But, you know, man, it's just, I just feel like they didn't handle that properly, and they're about to get some backlash if they haven't already received oh, most it. most definitely. Because he's banned for 10 years. Yeah. He, be mindful. He still can receive nominations. He still can receive awards. He still can go to the after party. And he still can go to the he red carpet. He doesn't need any of it. No. He's good 
and I know, and, and he knows he's good. So mm. he's he's probably like, okay, just you know, Man, he, I feel he'll like that's do his sentence he, uh, and just be like, okay, whatever. I definitely feel like that's why he just left the academy before they could kick him out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's my that's my take on it, man. I just want to chime in. Um, I feel like if I feel like if Will would have like deaded it right th- then and there, mm-hmm. and just stopped that, then it, I feel like he wouldn't have to raise his vo- raise his voice at that time. But um, I think he turned over to Jada, and Jada looked a little upset, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Will was like he was laughing at the joke originally, yeah. which is like what a second camera angle showed until like Jada rolled her eyes at him. And then that's when, like, the whole situation changed. And then people in the crowd didn't even realize at the time. They thought that it was, like, you know, a joke or something, mm-hmm. you know, a bit part of the show. Just because, you know, Will was laughing a second ago, and now he's, like, getting up and slapping. That's, like, such a, you know, crazy turn of events. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. But, uh, like, yeah, like Joel was saying, like, all that happened. And um, I feel like if if he would have deaded it right there and just said stop right there and, like, actually, like, meant it, and uh, Chris Rock probably would have stopped, and uh, that would have ended it right there. But I feel like him going up in there slapping another man in the face on national television—that's kind of, that's kind of, it's kind of crazy. And also, just man, that whole situation—I was like, really? I saw like clips on my timeline. It was just like back to back. So I was like, man, that's crazy. But yeah, that's my spiel. On that same sort of note, so like. You know, going back to how, like, Will, you know, was laughing and Jada rolled her eyes, do you think that, like, had Jada not been in the room for, you know, whatever reason, maybe, like, Will just attended the Oscars alone this year for some reason, do you think that it still would have been the same reaction? Like, do you think he would have gotten up and still slapped Chris Rock and then, you know, been shouting about it? Or do you think that might have just been something he talked about later, you know, since she wasn't directly present? Yeah. Uh, does that change things in the way you guys look I, at it? I definitely think it would change, like, the outcome. Cause yeah, for sure. probably if he... Uh, he didn't see her like at the Oscars, like, like blatantly upset about the thing. Then he probably wouldn't have got up there. But like later on, if she probably, you know, she, if she wasn't there, and you know, she was probably upset about it, he would probably have, you know, come out with a statement or even just tell Chris Rock like, "Hey, you should stop doing that." But at the same time, would it have stopped too? Like, because like I said again, like you know this. It continue. It was like something that has happened before, so I just I don't know. Like the whole situation with, the, like I don't think there was any possible. Like even the outcome that happened, like any of the outcomes, I don't think just they all. I don't know. Like it's just it seems like it's always it's just like a pro to it, but it's also a con to every situation mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that would be put with Chris Rock, Will Smith, and Jada. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, to answer your question, Joel, I feel like he wouldn't have gotten up because, like you guys said, it was an impulsive decision. Once he looked at his wife and saw that she was upset, he probably felt like he had to do something about it. But if she wasn't there, I don't know. I, I feel like he just would have laughed and just kept it pushing. Probably and that's what he originally did. He yeah. was laughing. But then he looked over at her and she was like, dissing and like stuff like that. Talk about me like that yeah then he went up to the stage and slept and then i watched another video of like a different angle mm-hmm. and she was laughing she was laughing at the whole thing so i don't know man we wasn't there yeah 
<laughs> this is only an opinion piece, people. You can only speak on what we That's think. Definitely like that. <laughs> we were not there. We were not there. We definitely wasn't at the Oscars, bro. <laughs> um, do you guys think it was the right thing to do, though? Uh, no, no. Time and place for everything, yeah. man. Especially like as a black man, yeah. time and place for everything. And I think he knows it too. Yeah. Like, like I said before, like he knows, like it, what he did definitely was not the, the like, definitely not what like the reaction that should have happened. But then again, it's like what reaction should he have taken? Like, yeah. <laughs> and that's just the whole thing of like this whole like topic, like mm-hmm. what. What reaction would have been the best reaction? Right. And, like, I feel like if even if then, like, I feel like if Will would have talked to uh, Chris Rock after that, like, immediately after that, mm-hmm. and uh, dated it, it should have been it should have been handled like that. Yeah. But then. Yeah. W- <laughs> but w- then w- would he actually have listened to him? Right. Right. <laughs> That's the question. Right. That is definitely and it's hard, and it's, it's it's sad to say, like yeah. the only way he would have listened to him was if he got slapped in his face. Because, like, like I said, violence should not be the answer. But dang, yeah, <laughs> like, dang. it shouldn't have come, came to that. It shouldn't have came to that. It should have been dead in Madagascar three or two or one. <laughs> should have been dead when they went to Europe, bro. <laughs> when they were trying to escape from Europe, man. But you know. Hey, it happens. It happens. Stuff happens. Shit happens. It shouldn't on. happen, though. It shouldn't have happened. <laughs> but, you know, we move on from it and we and we grow past it. But. Right. So, moving back on to our next topic, the new NFL diversity rules. So, Darius, take it away, man. All right, man. So, uh, the, the NFL introduced some uh, new diversity rules, and um, it includes um, – a diversity hire to all 32 teams in the NFL um, pertaining to co- uh, women and uh, and people of color. So um, today the National Football League announced the creation of the NFL Diversity Adver- Advisory Committee commi- following its pledge last month to retain outside experts to review the league's diversity policies and practices. The six-member committee will lend its experts external perspective on the industry best practices and evaluate the league and club diversity, equity, and inclusion strategies and, and initiatives. It uh, will include with the primary focus on the senior level coaches and front office personnel positions. Anybody else want to add to it? Um, so basically to sum it up, they just want more representation in the coaching staff. Yeah. Okay. It, and, um, I, I was reading where it said the um, – the position will be like a year long thing, and uh, they will get the shadow under the coaches and stuff like that, and uh, potentially could be hired full time yeah. after that. So. Actually, it's a requirement, huh? Yeah, it's a requirement now. Yeah, so. It's a mandate. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I think I, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing too. <laughs> it's I kind agree. of a weird way to like put it, uh, like implement it, but I feel like it was the only way too. You know what I mean? But yeah, it shouldn't have taken this long yeah, for, sure. for that to even happen. And the fact that it's kind of forced kind of just shows just how not progressive the NFL is. So yeah. <laughs> that they have to literally force them to do that. So, you know. And especially, I feel like, in the NFL front offices and ownership, 
and that's where I feel like, you know, like this is a good thing, but I feel like it comes really short because it doesn't do anything about the Pets. lack of black head coaches in the NFL right. and the lack of people of color and ownership in the NFL, which True. is, you know, just like glaring. Slim to none. Right. So, um, it's like they basically say, let's make an internship position for them. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, though. Let's give them some training. It's the fact that it's potential. Like, it's not even like. It's not even set in stone. the job yet. Yeah. It's still up to them to decide whether or not they want you as a head coach or not, mm-hmm. which is crazy. And um, there's only five minority head coaches in the league, just to let you, let you guys know. Five out of 32. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And a problem that they that the NFL has really been having, and you know, you probably heard a lot recently, like the last couple of months, about um, with the Brian Flores lawsuit, mm-hmm. um, is that you know people of color aren't being hired and really even considered fully for um, for positions head coaching in the NFL. And so, you know, up to this point, there's this rule that the NFL has called the Rooney Rule, mm-hmm. in which you're required to at least, I think, like interview at least one person of color for every head coaching vacancy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the issue is that that they've been bringing up in this lawsuit is that the NFL or you know these owners and GMs are pretty much putting on sham interviews for these head coaching decisions, which is pretty much where, like for example, um, Ray Horton, who is the defensive coordinator for the Titans. He was being considered, or you know, supposed to be considered for their head coaching position uh, back in 2016, I believe. But um, you know, he just one night randomly got a call at like I think it was like 11 o'clock p.m. or something like that, um, telling him that he had an interview the next day, which is just super short notice and not professional at all for an NFL team. No, and then when you know they they say when he showed up to the interview that the people who were there to interview him showed up disheveled and you know obviously hung over from the night before and you know it wasn't a real interview and he wasn't even considered for the position after that. So, you know, this is definitely a, a problem that's been going on for a while and that they're not, I don't feel like, doing enough to fix. Man, it's 2022, man. Still fighting adversity. You know, all this, all this from these corporations who have, like, like, the NFL has so many players of color, people of color as players. Most of them are black men, are, you know, men from some kind of uh, minority distinct or something like that but you know i feel like at this point in time this should be something that's not like we 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 definitely are going to have to keep advocating advocating for it for a long time but this should just be something that's commonplace and 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 set in stone at this point you know you have all these players like i i'm sorry but having a coach at least having somebody on the coaching staff that i can that i can you know What's the word I'm looking relate for? To. Yeah, the, well, somebody on the coaching staff that I can relate to, it, it makes a big difference in like not just my player performance, but like my overall like my overall mindset towards this yeah. certain program. You know, yeah, which is definitely. why I like coming like I, in high school, all my coaches were black, so like you know they they understood where I come, came from, they understood what I was going through as this black man, this young black man, and stuff like that. You know, like now when I come to Loyola, my coach was black, man. He rests in peace. But like the coaching staff still has people that look like me, and I can relate to them. So like that, that makes a, a big difference. And I feel like this is something that that should be, that should uh, be started up a lot in a lot of different like uh, areas of sports where you have this high number of not just this high number of people of color, but like diversify your your workspaces. Like, no, definitely like. In general, in life like representation is important, and 
having someone that you can relate to in a position of like a higher position it makes just getting work done and just having a job easier yeah for mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. it makes you comfortable man yeah for sure but you know it's a, it's a crazy world we live in man we gotta keep our head highs because we about to break down all these barriers. I better watch out. I'm telling y'all, got to. don't keep looking over your shoulder. I might pass you up. <laughs> but yeah, moving on. Is that wait? Before we move on, anybody had anything else to say? Um, it's a good initiative. Yeah, it's a it's a start. Definitely a start. Go. <laughs> hey, what? Moving on to our last topic for tonight. You already know what it is. You know how we close it out every episode. Give how it up for the it? sports, man. Give it up for the Lakers season. Hey, this is what I got to say about that. It's a soft topic hey, right there, bro. And if you guys watch. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. If you, if you guys watch from the first episode to this episode, you guys know that. I've changed, I've always changed my perspective every, like, from the first to the second to now, like. But no, bro, you a real Laker fan, oh, like, man. bro. I, like, I try to stay in the trenches with them. Yeah, <laughs> I, try, I try to stay in the trenches, but. It's not many like you, Hey, bro. shout out, shout out to the Lakers, man. We um, definitely had a lot of injuries and a lot of stuff that just wasn't fitting, but I, I see, I see brighter days ahead of us, bro. So, it's definitely going to be a change, and I'm going to embrace it. With a full open mind, so yeah. Okay. What do you think Bron does after this season? Oh, uh, most definitely leaves us. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got no hope. <laughs> Let's keep it a buck, man. This is like every, every, every. It's like a pattern of LeBron. Like every time, like with the Heat, once when they lost the playoffs, he he once when he lost the finals that time, he knew they wasn't gonna go back. Yeah. So he left. Once he got his little ring with Cleveland, and then once they got swept in the finals, he was like, okay, this team is not going to go nowhere. They left. So, wasn't we didn't make the playoffs at all, so he didn't even have a chance to make the playoffs <laughs> this time. Um, and you see that AD's probably, 
I, I do want to have hope in AD that he gets back to his like regular like you know mm-hmm. playing ways, but I doubt it. It's just too many injuries with him. So okay. he's like, I hate to say this about him, but he's look almost like damage package at this. He's like a damage package at this point. Mm-hmm. So and Russ is probably we. I already seen too many uh, rumors about him getting traded to Indiana, so Dang. he on his way out. Who they gonna trade for him? I don't know. I don't, I don't, <laughs> That's what I, I want to know. I don't know anybody <laughs> Indiana that can, <laughs> that can, can give us support, contract, right? Yeah, <laughs> just, so, yeah, most definitely this might be LeBron's last year. Um, seeing with the Golden State Warriors next, so hey, Dang, just, bro, playing. Nah, <laughs> just playing, with, <laughs> just playing <laughs> with y'all, man. But, He's uh, gonna be there for two championships and then leave, right? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be an interesting season next year for us, so I'm ready for it. Who y- who y'all think uh, win the MVP, bro? Out of like Giannis, Jokic, Jokic, and uh, Embiid, bro. I think I think Giannis is probably gonna take it yeah. this year. I but agree. I think that Jokic, I think that he would because he's doing some like crazy things right yeah, now. Yeah, he's like, putting up crazy numbers. What was the stat he has like, this year? Was it like a thousand points, five hundred rebounds and assists, or something? It was something. Yeah, it was like, something. Something crazy, man. Because he had like <laughs> he's leading his team <laughs> in like every stat in right. points, rebounds, assists, yeah, steals, and blocks. So. Nah, and B been like he's been st- yeah. stuffing the stats. He's been too. killing it, and just like you can tell, like he kind of like his play style has definitely improved because like how he's like taking like the different shots and how he's really getting creative with just uh, being a center too. Because yeah. like you know, it's kind of like we don't really say it a lot, but it's very strict. Like being a center is kind of like very like strict, mm-hmm. like how you move and how you play. But like he's definitely like even with Jokic, and that's another thing. Like both of them have are. Is really changing the game for centers right now. Yeah, man. Um, even in B, bro, he's taking the bulk of the workload. I, no, like, no, for it, real. even with Harden over there, bro. Harden is not hard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that is not the same. Like, bro, yeah, he's, <laughs> like, he's been putting up 30, 40. I'm like, dang, bro, how much is Harden putting up? Dior. <laughs> Dior. <laughs> nah, but for real, man. Like, yeah. I feel like Jokic could take it. I like Jokic. I feel like he could, but the only thing I think that's stopping him and that what's giving Giannis the edge is their record because they're yeah. they're kind of middle of the road mm-hmm. in the West, and yeah. Giannis and them are like leading the East. And let's keep it real, it's Giannis. This <laughs> man is literally once he gets on the court, like how can you stop him? Now the Heat has like don't get me wrong, there's been some traps on him, but like he's definitely like improved his game. I like better. his jump shot. That's now. what I'm saying. Like he, like he's he like said he's not shot. getting one dimensional anymore. He's gonna show you like different ways of how he's gonna score. So. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely improved that jumper, man. I can't and wait for the playoffs with that. Yeah, I, that's <laughs> that's the thing I've seen. I'm like, man, he's actually shooting the ball well, bro. The East, the East is East might be the most entertaining, definitely, out of the whole playoffs because all these teams are like they're ready for it. Yeah, definitely. I will say also, I don't think he's gonna win MVP this year. But I thought John Morant had a like crazy. Oh yeah, year. Like, he, yeah I oh, saw him for like most wild. improved. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he should be most improved. Exactly. Oh, somebody did somebody make a case saying that he's not most improved. I think it was Draymond Green. He okay. said he's not a most improved player because mm-hmm. like last season he was uh, putting up incredible numbers. I mean, yeah, he did get better, but that's just because he's a superstar. Man, he, <laughs> like, bro, I like that Grizzlies team too, mm-hmm, bro. And, like, he's been putting them on their back as mm-hmm. well. But even when he was hurt, like, these he, past few games, right. they, they've been winning. They only lost, like, two games when he wasn't uh, playing. Yeah, so I don't know, man. The Grizzlies look tough. Yeah, for real. They being, like, playoff teams. For sure. If not this year, then I think in the next few years you'll see an MVP from John Moran. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Rooting for him, too, man. Yeah, I like him. I like him. Um, 
The Suns, you know, they same old, same old. Yeah. They finna come back. Come back with vengeance. <laughs> 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 they book, bro. He really a villain. They ain't losing. I'm gonna keep it a buck. They ain't losing step. Bro, they book, man. They book CP3. And the bench, too. Like, Mikhail Bridges. Mm-hmm. Like, they, how he's step, stepping up, mm-hmm. too, bro. They ain't losing step. Right. I mean, who doesn't want to see CP3 get that? Right. Man. We've been waiting. I don't know how long we've been waiting for this one. <laughs> <laughs> Years, bro. Years. Yeah. So hopefully this is the winning formula with them. It's going to be exciting to see who makes it to the finals, but I definitely agree they will be entertaining finals this year. For sure, for sure. Um, Man, how did y'all feel about this past college basketball season? Uh, it was a lot of upsets that was going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of brackets ruined. Man, St. Peter's beat Kentucky, though. Shout out to St. Peter's, man. Yeah. Like, and everyone's hitting the transfer portal, too. Yeah. yeah. They are? And their coach went okay. to, yeah. their coach is going to be coaching at Seton Hall next year. Okay, that's okay. Uh-huh. I didn't even know all that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, man. That's good for them. Like that's, And I know that it's definitely bringing like, positive uh, press towards them. And I know they're probably going to get, like even though like other players going to transfer portal, they're definitely going to get some uh, good players oh, coming yeah. back. For sure. Uh, um, did, y'all, did y'all really predict Kansas winning it all, though? No. I had North Carolina going to the finals to the you know last game, but I didn't. I had Auburn going with them. Okay, yeah, I, was, I like Auburn too. I like Auburn. <laughs> I was rooting for that guy, um, Jabari mm-hmm. Smith. Oh yeah. man, I was. I was. <coughs> I want him to kill the tournament, man. Man, he he a first round yeah, draft pick for sure. sure. No, <laughs> <laughs> bro, he could do it all, bro. He solidified. Yeah, he could do it all, man. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, Caleb Love. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely yeah. a killer. Definitely. And I think one of the reasons not, you know, one of the sole purpose, because shout out to Kansas, and I'm not going to take nothing from them. No, uh-uh. But uh, definitely, like, injuries for North Carolina was something. Yeah. Especially from that, that Duke in, game. Like, yeah. they put they put their all in that game. That was probably, like, their championship game right there. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so, you already know. It went down to the last few minutes, bro. Mm-hmm. And they pulled it out, bro. What a way for Coach K to go out, too. Oh, yeah. Making it all the way up to the Final Four. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to go out against your arch rival, though, like that. Again. 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 That's got to be tough. I, you know, I honestly thought that he was going to win just off of being Coach yeah. K. Yeah. Right. The story. <laughs> right. Was, you know, the storybook ending. That's the way I thought it was going to go. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you know, sure. big upset there. Surprise. You know, he can't sleep. He probably be thinking about North Carolina every day. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's not going nowhere in North Carolina. <laughs> Man, and aren't they like five miles apart? Something yeah, like five minutes so, apart. Like yeah, it's crazy wow. how close them schools are, mm-hmm. North Carolina do. But yeah, man, that's really all I got. Yeah. But other than that, I think that covers all the sports that's been kind of going on. That's it. We don't know much about baseball, so yeah. So right. um, sorry to all the baseball fans yeah. out there. <laughs> Keep it a buck. Soccer <laughs> looks fun. That's about it. Oh, I heard the World Cup is going on, going to go on. So you know, yeah. oh really? That's it's something. This summer, I think. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's something to look uh, forward to. Okay. The USA men are actually going to be in it this year. Hey. <laughs> hey. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Well, that's, that's it. it. We'll catch you guys on the flip side in the next episode of the Room Three Hundred Three podcast. Phoenix, take us out. <laughs>